Right, re reality show. It is August 24th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and we have uh, Derek Condit with us and Mark Joseph, and we have a guest, Kat Barovich. Is that correct, Kat? Did I pronounce it right? That I'm, is correct. Okay, good girl. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Kat is a um, one of our well, she started listening to us and, and got involved in Shungite. So I'm going to read her bio right now so that we all get a feeling for who she is. Okay, Kat's a licensed acupuncturist, has been in practice since 2002, specializing in energy medicine. She holds a degree in anthro anthropology from U.S. Santa Cruz and a master's degree in traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, and herbalism from the Yosan University. She is also certified in holistic nutrition and life coaching, body talk and mindscape, biomagnetism and bio, biogeometry. Oh, biogeometry, okay. In her practice in her hometown of Los Angeles, and she offers acupuncture, LED lights therapy, oracle medicine, various forms of body work, including ooh, gua sha, is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Okay. And cupping, nutritional, supplemental, herbal offerings, and medic medical intu intuitive services. She has been a student of the teachings of Abraham for many years, which she states that which is like unto itself is drawn and lives, li lives by the philosophy that we are the creators of our own realities through our focus and belief systems. Sorry, I kind of stumbled through that. Um <laughs> Because like my mind kept going off on what what what's this mean? Okay, so this is going to be a good show. Um, Derek, you are uh, you you've had interactions with Cap prior to this, as has Mark. So I'm just going to throw it over to you because um, you, Mark has been talking to Cat about some of the things that she she does because he's familiar with them. Um, so I'm just going to throw it over to you too. Say hi to everybody and you know. Do your thing. No. Yeah, no, no, that's no problem. Actually, I'm going to be, uh, well, I guess I'll begin with, you know, welcome, Kat. We're thrilled to have you here. And, of course, good morning, Mark and, and everyone else. Um, and Mark's going to take the reins on a lot of this, too, because they've been chatting a lot more than I've had time. I was listening to the intro you just did for Kat and the, the short bio. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm jotting down notes, too, like everything from cupping to the acupuncture to the um, herbalism. I think in, we're going to hit so many topics on this show, not just Shungite. It's going to be great. So actually, Mark, I'm going I'm to give you a chance to, to chime in here and say hi to Kat as well and everyone. Sure. Yeah, morning, everybody. Um, so we got the chat on, too, with everybody. And um, we haven't had a guest in a while, so I'm glad that Kat could make it. And um, yeah, first off, I guess, is where can we find you, uh, your website or maybe social media? So my website is integrativelifecare.com. Cool. And, mm -hmm. um, and then social media, I'm not really very active on it, but um, my Instagram is catupuncture, K-A-T-U-P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E. Great. Um, so I guess we can start with, uh, since Nancy gave gave your bio, um, maybe an expansion on that, and then also how you found Shungite initially, and then 
Nancy, Waltz, and Derek's version. And um, yeah, how, how you've been liking or, or listening to the radio shows. Okay, great. great. So um, I've been, as the bio stated, I've been I've been at this for a while since 2002. Um, <clears throat> I started out in body work, and that just opened so many doors for me. And I've really, in my adult life, I've only worked in the natural health field. Uh, I've never had like an office job or anything like that. So, um, and you know, as most people get into this world, it was for my own personal healing. Uh, I had, I grew up in LA. I think I've always been very electrosensitive. Now that I think back on my childhood, um, with with all the knowledge that I have now, so I had a lot of anxiety as a kid and sleep problems, and uh, and then a lot of skin problems and hormonal problems. And Western medicine was was just not helpful. In fact, it made things worse. So that's when I took the reins and started, you know, learning um, how to heal myself. And um, so I was a massage therapist for 17 years. And then I became a nutritionist and life coach and then an herbalist. And then I went to acupuncture school. And I've been doing that for the last five years. And amidst all of the degrees that I got, I was also getting certified in different things. So uh, body talk, which is like an energy medicine system and mindscape, which is uh, sort of like a meditation slash uh, manifestation technique. Uh, and all the while, all, all the things that I was learning was really to try to help to heal myself because I was still having a lot of anxiety and uh, digestive problems and sleep problems. And then uh, I've always been, uh, I've always just inherently known the importance of water. And then I learned about structured water about 10 years ago, but I didn't really know how to acquire it. I had just like learned about it and it made sense to me. And then about a few years ago, I started learning about structured water and how to make it yourself and how to buy different um, appliances to make it. And so I just took a deep dive into water and structured water. And in my research, shungite kept coming up. And I guess I just wasn't ready for it at the time. So I kind of just like cast it aside and I ended up buying this water device called um it's called it the company is called natural action technologies and it's basically a handheld uh water vortexing device you don't plug anything in there's no electricity involved which is what i was drawn to because i know that water and electricity don't like each other and um and it basically just uses like sacred geometry and the natural action of water, which is actually a physics term. It's how water cleans itself and purifies and energizes itself in nature. And it's based on Victor Schauberger's work, who was a water expert back in the day. And, um, and so after I purchased this device, 
I learned that the little balls inside of the device that the water uh, pours through and like when you it's basically like a funnel and it has these little balls inside of it that are placed in a figure eight sacred geometry shape. It turns out those little balls are made out of shungite. And I'm like, wow, here's the shungite piece again. Okay, it's time to look into shungite. And so that started for me maybe a few months ago. And whenever I get into a topic, I, I just I look at it from every angle and I try to get as much research as possible from many different sources. And so I'll read research studies, I buy books on it, blog posts, and then I look to see if there's any podcasts on it. And so when I typed in Shungite into Apple Podcasts, I found this show and I started listening to it. And I started with the more recent episodes and I was so confused. I was like, okay, I need to go from the top. And so that's what I've been doing for the last few months is just catching up with you guys. And I started listening, I think from 2020. And so I'm, I'm almost all caught up. I think I'm just a few episodes away from being caught up and I've learned so much from you guys. And then, um, it made me realize that Shungite from from all from listening to this show and and reading Nancy's book and um, <clears throat> all that, I I realized that Shungite was way more um, powerful and spiritual than I had originally thought, and so that's what inspired me to start testing it with biogeometry, which is a whole nother topic in and of itself. That's a, that's a big one. But biogeometry is um, a system of, well, it's not really, I guess it's a system of healing. It's a, it's a natural science and it is all about harmonizing energy in the environment and in living organisms. And it comes from ancient Egypt and it is the, one of the most powerful systems I have ever come into contact with. And I have many stories about that. But anyway, uh, biogeometry has all these ways of measuring uh, different energy principles and um, different frequencies. And basically, it's measuring the absolute reality of things. So it takes into account all seven planes of existence, um, the, the physical, the emotional, the vitality, the spiritual, um, all the different realms, the angelic realm, um, the color spectrum, uh, all the different angles, numbers, and, and everything is... Um, can be substituted for everything else. So this is the absolute reality that we all live in that modern science does not account for. And that's why we're all, that's why biological life is suffering because biological life was not accounted for when all of this modern science was created. And so, yeah, all this, all this modern technology is great for industry, but it's terrible for human and biological life. So Biogeometry aims to correct that, and it's really, really successful at that. So I started testing Shungite with biogeometry, 
And I was just absolutely floored. And I shared my, some of my findings on the Facebook group um, for this show. And it got a lot of engagement, which is why I'm here talking with you guys now. So um, I guess I'll stop talking for a minute to see if you guys have any questions. Actually, I do real quick. Um, I have a, and it's, of course, synchronicities. That's not going to be lost on any of us. So I'm holding in my hand here a book on biogeometry signatures. Um, and so the reason I'm asking or mentioning this, I want to see if you're familiar with this book. It's by, it's like Dr. Well, several titles on here, but, oh, uh, oh man, I'm going to butcher this. Ibrahim Karim. Does that sound familiar? Um, cat, because it's a, it's called biogeometry signatures. I'm sure there's probably different ones, but this one was actually gifted to me. Um, and that's why I'm mentioning it as far as, as you had said, Shungite came around a couple times before you looked into it more. The same with biogeometry bio on me. This book actually I picked up uh, probably a couple weeks ago and started reading it after it was gifted to me a couple months ago. Um, so I'm kind of getting more into the biogeometry signatures myself. And that's, that's kind of interesting. Have you um, seen this book that I was mentioning? Oh, yeah. So Dr. Kareem is the founder and inventor of biogeometry. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> OK, <laughs> yes. well, I see why the book's here. OK, yes, exactly. So he is an amazing human. Um, just wow. What a gift to the world. And uh, he has been at this for, I think, like 45 or 50 years now. And he has a crazy story that I think is talked about in the biosignatures book, which I've read. And um, yeah, he he's he's very special and he's definitely tapped into other realities. Um, but uh, he is he's very humble and he doesn't he's not very outspoken about what's going on in the world right now. However, he has been warning the world about what's going on. And what I'm referring to is all the EMF toxicity, uh, like 5G. Um, he's been warning people about this for the last 45 years. And here we are. So, yeah, he um, he has a lot to say and he's he's corrected a lot of toxicity in the world so far. And he's basically teaching many, many people how to do the same when, uh, you know, when he's no, no longer here. So I'm eternally grateful to him and to his work. And I highly encourage people to um, read his books and take his courses if they feel uh, resonance with it, because this is really the future. I mean, this is where the world is going. And I, I truly believe that biogeometry and Shungite um, are going to be really key figures in uh, saving saving the planet and saving humanity. Oh, no, that, that's I actually appreciate everything you just said that I'm, I'm flipping through the book for those that it's kind of a difficult thing to talk about, especially on a podcast or radio show when we talk about biogeometry signatures. So um, base um, little sketches or drawings, shapes. I mean, it's it's there's so many ways of um, stating that, but that's what we're talking about here. And I'm as you were just saying that, Kat, I'm looking through the book and I'm um, 
and this is another difficult thing to talk about, but there is depth. And I don't know how much, um, you, you know, about me and, and how I can perceive different energies and frequencies, but even, and this is kind of really unique from even my perspective, looking at these different, um, signatures in here, there's actual, and this is just for the greater show depth in these. So I can see past these images, which I think you were talking about tying into the different, the different seven, um, layers or realms or frequencies of reality in that, um, all the different ones. And, and they're straight up contained in these images. So that's really, really interesting from, from, a, as I jokingly call myself a woohoo like me perspective, um, and playing with these. So again, this synchronicities are, are sometimes take a little while to sink in on me occasionally, but, um, it wasn't random that I was, um, handed this book either. So, and I had no idea about you or what you were doing beforehand. Um, and hadn't even played with these. Mark or Nancy, did you guys have questions on the biogeometry on the well, different? Well, I, you know, I got the book at the same time. I don't know who sent those to us. And I looked at it and I thought, well, there's something here, but I didn't have time to delve into it. But can you explain to people, because it, it, it isn't ex exactly, well, it is geometry, but can you explain the imaging and a little bit about how this all works? Like, Cat, uh, you mentioned that um, he's had uh, success at getting rid of some toxicity. What would what would entail to do that? I mean, what what's the procedures behind it? You don't have to get into depth, just to give us an idea of what we're. Yeah. Doing. Sure. Yeah. So okay. So as much as I. I go on and on about how amazing biogeometry is. The only issue I have with it is it's really hard to explain. <laughs> so that's like, that's what I've been working on for a while now is trying to explain this to people because it's such a massive topic and it, there's not like a quick elevator speech for it, but I'm going to try my best. And I think what I'm going to do, I have the little biogeometry brochure right here. So I think I'm just going to read parts of it, and um, and then I'll try to explain in simpler language. That sounds but, good. And remember, you got two hours, so take your time. Okay, okay great. We, we can okay. bring you on in the future too. You know, we're not limited to a short period. Give the people a good image of what what we're talking about, please. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Great. So it says, um, "From Egypt, the cradle of civilization." There has emerged a modern science that restores the harmony and subtle energy balance in our lives, our environment, and modern technology. The science of biogeometry encompasses the universal laws and natural dynamics affecting living energy systems, which have been largely ignored in our modern civilization at the expense of our health and well-being. Biogeometry is based on a physics of quality which is the study of the underlying energy quality information exchange with the resonance and harmonic relationships of energy and shape affecting all living systems. Biogeometry uses the energy principles of geometrical shapes to balance biological energy systems within the overall framework of environmental energy interaction. So basically, the way I see it is, well, I mean, the, I'm not the only one who sees it this way. Everything is energy. We all we all know that. At least people listening to this know that. Everything is energy, and therefore everything has a wavelength that it radiates. And 
these are invisible forces, but they can still be felt by living organisms. And so when, when there's all this modern technology intermingling and, and its wavelengths intermingling with all the other wavelengths that are already in a space, it's very chaotic. And then, and then not to mention all the wavelengths of the biological uh, organism in that space that's also radiating out different frequencies. So the whole thing becomes really chaotic. It's like a chaotic cacophony of uh, frequencies. And so what biogeometry aims to do through very simple means like using bi uh, using biosignatures or using geometrical shapes that are compatible with life, it harmonizes all the frequencies. It just tunes all the frequencies so that everything is harmonized. It's, it's using harmonics. That's the main thing it's doing. That's the simplest way to put it is it's harmonizing all the energies, everything. It harmonizes everything. And so not just modern technology um, and all the harmful EMFs that are radiating out from it. It harmonizes even the beneficial radiation with the harmful radiation. It'll, it'll harmonize those two so that it all becomes beneficial. And on this show, you guys talk a lot about how Shanghai, or you guys believe that Shanghai can only be used for good that is also the case with biogeometry. Biogeometry can only be used for beneficial purposes. It, it's not black magic. You can't use it to harm anything or anyone. It's only used for beneficial purposes. And so that's how shungite and biogeometry are extremely um, compatible. And then they're also, um, you know, uh, as you guys say, attenuating um, these harmful frequencies. Did that did that answer? It was a real good uh, overview. Yes, but okay. What is the mechanism? What? <clears throat> okay. Let Let's just say you got a t toxic body of water. How would you okay. go about having an effect on it? Okay. So first, first I would measure it. So. Um, we have these specialized pendulums and different measurement devices in biogeometry where I can measure the radiation coming off of something, whether it's beneficial radiation, which would be BG3, um, which I can talk about in a minute, um, or harmful radiation, which is known in the biogeometry world as vertical negative green. Vertical negative green is a is a form of radiation that um, moves in a vertical um, fashion and it is more associated with the death and decay process. So it's, it's at, therefore it's harmful for biological life because it moves you closer to death. And so for instance, EMF has strong vertical negative green. And the reason it's moving you closer to death is because it's dehydrating you because water is life force. And so the, the, the less water you have or the less 
structured and biologically compatible water you have, the closer you are to death. And so you first measure the radiation coming off of something. So bio, biogeometry uses physical radiesthesia with these pendulums. And then, um, so I would determine what sort of frequencies it has, whether they're beneficial or harmful. And then I would correct it. And by correct it, I mean I would use some of the tools um, that, the, the, that biogeometry provides. Like there are these little um, stickers. They're called the, uh, they're, they're in the shape of an L. It looks kind of like an L. And they're just certain angles. They're, they're beneficial angles, like uh, a 90-degree angle or a 105-degree angle, which is a, which is a beneficial um, biocompatible angle. Um, so I would affix that because they're adhesive. So I would put that little sticker, it's just made out of like plexiglass. It's just maybe an inch big. I would put that, let's say, on um, some electrical device that was emitting toxic EMF. I would put that on there and it would immediately harmonize it. And so by harmonizing it, what it's doing is it's transmuting the harmful chaotic frequency into a more harmonic balance and balancing frequency. And it happens instantaneously. And then I can test it. I test with, with another pendulum to see what sort of radiation it's emitting now. And if I, if I did it correctly, now it's emitting a beneficial radiation, not just neutral, beneficial. So it's very powerful in that respect. It doesn't just neutralize toxic frequencies it transmutes them to become beneficial frequencies with, with the power of geometry, with the power of shape, with the power of angle, with the power of color, with the power of number. All of these, uh, all of these seven planes of existence go into this work. It's the absolute reality. It's all it's 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 the quality of all these different planes of existence that that I'm that I'm tuning that I'm working with. And so um, it's different for everything, for every space. It's like there is not like a general protocol like in feng shui. OK, you put uh, the red color in this corner of the room like. No, no, no. With with this system, with biogeometry, you have to test. It's it's all empirical. You have to test each thing, each space, each person for their specific what, whatever they need in that moment. And um, so, yeah. Does that does that make sense? Again, it's 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 hard to talk about. It's very complicated. I mean, I took. I took the foundation course, I took the advanced course, and I'm still like wrapping my head around all of this stuff. It's very advanced and it's very different from everything that we've learned in like modern science because modern science is only measuring the physical reality. That's just a fraction of the multiverse that we live in, as you guys know. 
And, um, and so we're all suffering because we're only taking into account the physical reality. And we're obviously so much more and we're living in a world that's, that's uh, made of so much more. And so it, it takes into account all of that and it harmonizes all of it. Okay, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're using geometric shapes in order to influence the frequency levels of a given person or body of water or situation, even? Maybe? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Now, so a piece of paper with a, a particular figure on it. That to a to somebody that doesn't doesn't understand energy, it's like, are you people insane? You know, because you're putting this sticker that's got the image on this whatever it was that was having the problem, and now the problem is gone. Correct? Yes. Okay. So my interpretation is that the symbol engages our mind in a uh, a, a different set of parameters in that. We have put out an image that is an energy field that now is engaged with the device that you're focused on or the situation that you're focused on. That the real mechanism for all of this would be the human mind. Would that be correct? Um, yes, it, it is correct in that the, the mind is the most powerful of all the mind and the emotions. However, you don't even, somebody doesn't even need to be conscious of um, the biogeometry corrections for them to still benefit from it. So they don't need to make like a conscious connection to it to, to get the, to, to reap the benefits. Well, I wouldn't think that they would. You as a practitioner, you're the one that's engaging it. Yes. Absolutely. And okay. I must be extremely focused and engaged or it doesn't work. Okay. Derek, Mark, do you have something you want to talk about with that in that regard or something else? Well, actually, I do. Regarding when she was describing the different shapes and angles and whatnot, I was beginning to perceive it as sort of like, um, I guess you can call it a, a conscious antenna. Um, to, you know, tie in the, the, all the, the different levels, the, the best aspects. Um, again, it's back to a, making a recipe for me, um, choosing the, the ingredients to, to perceive into that. So um, that's what I was saying when I was looking at the images here. And again, it's difficult for those that don't have a visual right now if you're just hearing it on podcast. But, I mean, literally a lot of these signatures are, are wavy lines. Some going this way and that way and, and different um, just shapes and angles to different degrees, depending on what you're talking about. And then tying them together, like Kat's explaining, um, and my ears starting to ring really loud right now. Um, when I when I'm perceiving it on this end and looking through the book, and I'm being led to different signatures for different reasons, but it is it's kind of like, again, from my description, um, sort of like an antenna, or a, a conscious and or feeling choice of those other levels to um, interact with, because they're all there at the same time. But at least by using the signatures, being aware. Um, then, then you can actually, you know, have that that greater recipe from it, if that makes sense. So again, it's like a two D, two dimensional antenna. We're putting on paper or stickers or however it's used, but ties in to multiple dimensions. Um, yes. Can, can I just jump in here for a minute? Because 
I over the ages I've learned that symbols when they when we see these symbols they're like a, a zip file that downloads a tremendous amount of information into our minds that we don't even, we're not even aware of so when you you know see because I remember looking at the book and looking at these things and it's like you look at the image and something happens it's like a programming that happens in us at a higher level it's a memory it's it's engaging in a program like a computer program that now allows you to do another task does that make sense yes absolutely okay. and i do want to say derek you you mentioned that um that they the the biosignatures when you're looking at them they they feel really deep to you well so the biosignatures are actually 3d in reality but you know obviously they can't be 3d in a book so they're you're looking at them in 2d but the the actual reality of the biosignatures is that they're 3d and they are dynamic and they are the forming process of all creation so i'm going to just read from the brochure, what it says about biosignatures here. It says, biosignatures are precisely constructed linear diagrams, which have the same exact geometric configurations as specific vital energy patterns within the human body. They are similar to the Chinese peripheral energy meridians of the body, but are related to the energy flow within the geometric configurations of the organs in the human body. They play a major role in forming the organ's energy functions. When introduced into the body's surrounding energy field, the biosignatures are activated by the energy being channeled through them in a manner similar to electricity activating the printed circuits on a computer chip. The activated biosignatures then resonate with the corresponding energy patterns in the human body causing a harmonic amplification that restores the correct energy flow and qualitative balance of that pattern. Biosignatures clear subtle energy blockages and maintain proper energy flow, as well as introduce the natural energy balancing BG3 qualities. These corrections are instantaneous on the energy level, but physical manifestations vary depending on the specific nature of the problem and the underlying energy conditions. So, um, yeah, the biosignatures are what come before the physical manifestation. And it, it's kind of, I, I think it's probably similar to orgone energy. It's, it's how the, it's, it's the, the energy flow of all creation. So they're very powerful. I wear a pendant that has almost all of the biosignatures on them. So when I'm wearing this, my, my energy field, my body is in constant resonance with all of the biosignatures. And it's basically activating whichever ones it needs in any given moment. So for instance, let's say I um, walk into a, a space and it's, it's very jarring to my nervous system and my heart. So there's a biosignature for the heart on this pendant that I'm wearing, and it will instantly go into resonance 
with the biosignature of the heart so that it's almost like my heart is is rewiring itself it's recreating itself in that moment so that it doesn't get damaged or um, get thrown off by the chaotic energy it's dealing with in the environment so it's like it's basically keeping keeping my biofield stable and strong that's that's really interesting and kind of <laughs> doubly interesting because as you were just talking about that cat i'm I know nobody can see, but the book's open here in front of me. I was on the heart page reading those signatures before you started speaking. Um, so I just want to elaborate a little bit from, from my perspective on uses of these two, because I just tried it. And um, not that anybody needs to hear my confirmation or anything, but uh, for what's going on in my office right now, I 100% am in alignment with Kat because I just, and I'll be as blunt because those listening know that's how I am. Um, Literally what you can do, and I just did it, was use your imagination, and we all have an imagination. You can actually, as I did in front of me, drew this heart signature just in the air. You don't have to actually use your hand or anything like that, but you can imagine the shape. And when she's talking 3D, of course, because some of these are spirals and they vortex, you know, up, down, in, out, just lots of ways of perceiving it. Um, but imagine that signature in your biofield or aura and it had an immediate effect on me right here on my heart as I was feeling that. So it's interesting that, um, yes, you know, writing them down and the, and the stickers and the, the 2D images of it are great. But literally, as, as I'm finding out, I'm sure it's in the book when I get through this, um, tying in your imagination and feelings, which is about 90% of this universe anyway. That's where the, the real energy is. Um, they work really well. So just, again, drawing these shapes and images Rather with your hand, if you want to get, you know, actual phys physically involved in doing that, but tying it with your imagination. And you don't have to focus so hard for those listening too, to, well, I want to see it just like Derek, uh, see it floating in there or something. You don't have to, that doesn't have to happen. You just have to see the image, imagine it and have it there. And it was instantly working while Kat was just chatting about that. And again, it's not lost on me, the fact that I, and I randomly opened the book, by the way, and went straight to the heart page. And then that's where you started chatting as well. So again, I was muted behind the scenes just drawing these in the air kind of for those that understand or have seen the i don't know doctor strange movies or ones like that that is minus the visual aspect of it because you don't need the visual aspect to perceive in other dimensions with your 3d eyes use your imagination or your third eye to perceive on those levels and that's where these symbols are having a fantastic effect so um you've you've really excited me regarding the biogeometry signatures i know that's not even with the show was all about cat when we started going on this um but i'm glad you're sharing it mark did you have any questions regarding any of that yeah so uh as per you know over the years when you and nancy and, and walt talked about <clears throat> shungite that um shungite shape is biogeometric uh you know the c60 thing and even i mentioned on the show before gene decode mentioned that um Oh, it was this shape. The the fullerene is actually the throne of God. Uh, this is uh, what he said, like in in um, those Rumble interviews, I think recently. But um, yeah, let me take a look at my notes here. So um, I sent Derek and Nancy the BioSig books. Um, I think as Walt had brought it up on Cosmic Reality last year, so figured it'd make good gifts. Um, but I guess a future topic, because I'm just going through my notes here, is is uh, using Shungite ink, whether that's the uh, regular Shungite or S4 ink, 
in the shape of biosignatures on the body uh, or however else creatively. But um, you, and you can also dance the, the shapes, too, of the biosignatures. And I remember seeing this uh, uh, workshop, Dr. Kareem and uh, his daughters, which also teach and do interviews, you know, podcasts of um, biogeometry. But for me, it's it's useful and interesting considering, you know, biogeometry. Uh, because I do um, performing arts and, and uh, like Latin fusion, various sorts. So I think I mentioned this on the show before, too, that uh, the, the European style, you know, because things get um, sort of watered down in, in these uh, um, styles of dance is more linear. But when you go down to places like Africa, um, you know, Caribbean, Latin America, some of the styles are more circular. And it's a, it's a foundational biogeometric uh, biogeometric principle that when you use the circle and spiral, it goes back to source. And and from a 2D and 3D and beyond, you know that also um, projects BG energy as in beneficial. And so uh, I'm currently taking the foundational course and taking heavy notes. So w- one of the big notes is. Um, some we got okay to the break. Um, it is the clockwise and counterclockwise rotation, which Walt brings up all the time in regards to beneficial and and you know that um, uh, beneficial energy is clockwise. Now counterclockwise isn't like black magic or evil. It's just that when you go clockwise, you go from spirit to matter, and counterclockwise is just the the reverse. So like if you're coming from the perspective of or the position of um, the astral plane, then that's beneficial. So, uh, yeah, I I was just taking some notes on that. It's like the week two video that the, um, and just quote it here, uh, clockwise right rotation is spirit to matter from higher non-physical levels into the physical level with uh, clockwise rotation. Birth into the physical world uh, decreases energy in the higher plane, increases in the physical world. Uh, and it's safer and easier to work with. So counterclockwise isn't bad. It connects two different principles, goes from matter to spirit or higher non-physical planes, decreasing energy in the physical plane. Anyway, it, it goes on. So I just kind of basically said, but um, let me see what else in my notes here. Uh, yeah, just for archival purposes also, um, YouTube, I think, still has the 2017 uh, Shungite episode of, of when Nancy and... Um, company uh interviewed a biogeometry couple so that's kind of cool to hear too back then um let me see here oh someone was at shallow it w- was asking in the chat room about the significance of nine in biogeometry in the 369 vortex math theory context i don't know if if cat can elaborate on on that a little bit if there's any benefits um yeah okay so Nine. So there's in biogeometry, one of the planes of existence is numbers. And so numbers are, are, you know, a a big player in nature, I'll I'll say. And uh, you can use numbers just like you can use color, just like you can use angle to um, harmonize a space or a thing. So, for instance, water the the number that harmonizes water is 11. Uh, the number that harmonizes 
um, a uh, smart meter is 12. And so what you can do, and don't don't quote me on that, I, I could be wrong about the smart meter one, but the number 11 definitely balances water. So one of the things you could do is take 11 similar shapes of something. It could be anything. It could be 11 pennies. It could be 11 similar shaped rocks. And you could place it near or around a water container and it will balance the water. It'll energize and structure it. Um, The number nine it's, let me see if I can pull that up. I, I have all these notes in my phone from biogeometry, and I don't always remember the num, like what the numbers correspond to offhand, but I might have it here. Oh, yeah. Nine balances EMF. There you go. So that's a pretty important one in today's world. The number nine balances EMF. So in that case, you could take nine objects that are similar in shape um, or nine nine shungite nuggets and um, place that on a wi-fi router or something like that and it should balance it very very effectively great thank you um let me see most of my notes oh you were mentioning the the uh bio signature um pendant that you wear um and then you also incorporate shungite you you wear that with it too i think you mentioned that um on on, uh facebook wondering like how you incorporate shungite in that or any other uh, uh, modalities um to what you wear to kind of boost your field or, or armor yourself however uh way you you would describe that yeah, so I've been wearing a biosignature pendant with pretty much all the biosignatures on it for years now. And um, whenever I'm drawn to something, I always, like a piece of jewelry or something, I always test it to see how it how it interacts with my pendant. Because my pendant is basically like a fifth appendage at this point. Like this, this baby's not coming off of me. So... I wear it all the time except when I'm showering and sleeping. Um, So when I tested a a shungite pendant, I think I first started out with a with an elite pendant, and it they were completely um, synergistic with each other. And um, and then I ordered one of the um, cosmic uh, silver shungite pendants from you guys. And that was also extremely uh, beneficial with the biogeometry pendant. And that was sort of my my tip to, okay, I need to start testing shungite with biogeometry, which is what I posted on the Facebook page. And I do want to talk a little bit about that because that was just so mind-blowing to me. Basically, I have a biogeometry uh, biogeometry pendulum that tests the 12 bands of color, the full color spectrum based on the French radiesthesias. And shungite contains every single color. And then I tested other crystals and minerals that I have and they do not. So, cause I was like, is this, is this real? Um, 
So yeah, for instance, like just this morning I tested, I, I do gua sha. This is a Chinese medicine manual therapy technique. It's kind of like medical massage. And typically gua sha historically has been used with jade stones. And the reason jade is used is because it naturally emits infrared. And so when you're, when you're, um, scraping the stone against the skin, it starts to produce infrared heat. So there, there's like another level of therapeutic value from that. But jade doesn't contain all the color spectrum. So actually what I want to do now is have a shungite gua sha stone made because that will contain everything. And that would be the most healing stone in the world to do gua sha with. So uh, any of you out there, if you know how to make a gua sha stone, please contact me because that's what I really want to produce. But um, one of the other uh, interesting points there is um, in biogeometry, there's this important element called BG3, and that stands for biogeometry three. And the three stands for these three qualities that Dr. Kareem, the founder of biogeometry, discovered was present at all sacred power spots around the world. He went to all the sacred power spots around the world, and he measured um, the the energy and the, the, you know, wavelengths coming off of it. And that's how he cr created this whole system based on that. And what he learned was all the power spots emitted, had these three energy balancing qualities. They all had horizontal wave of negative green, the higher, higher harmonic of ultraviolet, and the higher harmonic of gold. So if anything has those three qualities, it has BG3. And BG3 is the forming process of all creation and it's also the centering um uh, this the centering quality it's the harmonizing it's the transcendental point it's the singularity it's what connects the physical to the quantum it's the it's in the center of all creation and so shangite has very high BG3 because not only does it contain the entire color spectrum, but it also contains all three of these um, energy balancing qualities of BG3. And even more interesting is it has ultraviolet. Ultraviolet connects to the angelic realm. It's the atmosphere of the angels. It's deep energy revitalization, and it's, it's known as spiritual light. So I think Shanghai is angelic. I think that it is an angel sent to help us all here on earth for those who are open to it. Wow, that's that's really interesting the way you, you're describing that. Um, and then if if you don't mind, the, the gua sha, and I think I'm saying it right, is, is that shape that looks like was just shared in the, um, so that kind of, I don't know, I'll call it an, a unique heart-shaped um, or shape to the stone. Is that what you were referencing, Kat? Yeah, there's lots of different uh, shapes to gua sha stones, depending on what you're using it for. But mm -hmm. typically, um, there's there's facial gua sha, and then there's body gua sha. And you could use one gua sha stone for both. 
Um, but there are certain shapes that are just more um, resonant with certain, you know, parts of the body. Um, so the heart shape is usually best for facial gua sha. And then there's various other shapes that are good for body gua sha. Um, but like five minutes of gua sha is equivalent to an hour long massage. It's that therapeutic. And so if you're doing it with a really high quality stone, it's even more therapeutic. So I use really high quality nephrite jade stone. It's like, it's so dark green that it's almost black. I like black because it contains, you know, all the colors. Uh, and that, that I, I, I'm sure that wouldn't even hold a candle to a shungite gua sha stone. So I'm very interested in playing around with that. I'm bringing that up because, well, I might be the only person capable of making these, meaning with cosmic shungite, because I actually have all the cutting, grinding, the saws, the lapidary equipment, and all of that to make these. Um, were you thinking, though, um, so, of, of course, I'm, I'm sitting here running this through my head. Well, hey, I'm going to maybe see about making one of these and, and make one for you. But are you thinking cosmic, that what we call cosmic silver shungite, the, the shungite I tumble in pure silver little bars? I don't know if you even know. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I can do. I'm thinking, well, let's try that because I have these really large commercial-grade hexagon and the shape of course isn't lost on me shaped tumblers with just it's it's got to be a couple thousand little silver bars in there and um so that's what i can cut large pieces of shungite because i have large form of it as well and put it in there tumble it for the three days take it out and then kind of hone it down and refine it um so that's that's in general what you're looking for oh yes that would be absolutely incredible well i'm going to start that What's interesting, too, and this kind of ties in, I just stopped the tumblers before this show because they're right outside my office here in the garage. And I was tumbling, which will come out on a new show. But again, we call it Cosmic Silver Shungite. So I have beads. So 10 millimeter and 8 millimeter beads now. And I'm, I'm wearing the first one. But the, the uh, Cosmic Silver Shungite bracelet. So I'm going to, after this show, go out there and get some of these larger chunks and put them in the tumblers for that process were you thinking the three-day um tumbling process was strong enough for your uses oh yeah okay absolutely all right we'll chat some more after the show but i wanted to just get a little more specifics with you because that tumbling process will start today um on the the first you know cosmic silver shungai guasha stone so that's uh and they'll get in your hands so wow <laughs> i'm so excited that's yep, amazing We'll have to have you back on a show and give some feedback on them, and I'll get more specifics again. We'll chat after the show, but there's no reason. It's just kind of synchronicity. I have all the parts and pieces and know-how literally feet from me, so apparently it's it's a, a new project for me, so that's good news. Wow, that's really exciting, and my guides are very happy. I'm lit up right now. They're, like, overjoyed. <laughs> yeah, Great. that's really cool yeah that's why i was looking at the signature i'm like no this is all my and i just call it spider senses as well the intuitions are off flaring up going off and ringing in the ears and all that stuff so that's yeah. that's great yeah so we'll uh we'll make that happen amazing thank you and then also um on back to the angelic thing so there's a biosignature for the angelic realm and I was thinking it would be really cool to make a to make that biosignature 3D out of shungite. 
since Shungite, I believe, comes from the angelic realm. I feel like that would be the most powerful piece of Shungite in the world in the, sh- in the biosignature shape of the angelic realm from which it comes. Oh, yeah, that is. That's a great idea. That, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to play with all the different shapes. Yeah. No, okay, l- cool. let me just jump in here for a second. Did you, wh- how long have you been dealing with Shungite? Not that long. Um, okay, probably so. Probably so, a few months. Oh, just a few months? Yeah. All right, so, so you, are, you probably heard the radio shows on the uh, blue light that came over Corellia where the Shungite is and exploded? Oh yeah! I so you have ne- you have ne- you 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 got into this. See, that's maybe why you weren't, a, you know, drawn to it initially, because it, it's upgraded so intensely. You might yes. not have been impressed with it, but now it's yeah. so okay. So I just wanted to make sure that you have really only seen this stuff since it's been blasted with this blue light. That you know, to me was. It, it was it was cosmic. It was angelic, maybe, but it was just because I did a remote view on it. You probably heard it, but when I did the remote view and I, I was looking at the light, I'm going like, okay, so where did you come from? To kind of back up time, you know, and yeah, all of a sudden there was just this face there. I expected to see a UFO or something, you know, sure. part of the space fleet or something, you know. No, it was a face. And so I've always felt that this was something from the angelic realm. It just, you know, whatever the angelic realm is, that super spiritual place that, you know. So, okay, that's very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, and and I, um, to add to that, so the color blue in in many, like, ancient um, spiritual... um, or, or oh, how do I say this? Basically, the the color blue, especially like a darker blue, is associated with God. It's associated with source. It's associated with creation. Um, in Chinese medicine, blue is related to the kidneys, and the kidneys are your life force. Um, Water, you know, the ocean is blue, which is life force, which is creation, which is God, whatever you want to call it. And so the the blue meteorite is uh, it's very notable to me over the Shungite field. Very notable. Like when I when I first heard that, I mean, I had the chills. I was like, oh, that's powerful. So there's there's definitely something cosmic to that. No doubt. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's it's powerful. And it also is interesting what you just mentioned, Nancy, that because I had this this water vortexer um, for a good, I don't know, year and a half, two years before I, I learned that the little balls inside of it that the water runs over are made out of shungite. And so and and I think I had originally heard it, but I was like, I don't know. I, I didn't feel called to research it because that was prior to the blue meteorite. And then more recently, I must have picked up on the Shungite in my water vortexer again. And I was like, huh, let me research that. And then, and here we are. So yeah, I think you're right. I think that 
the upgrade um, made a made a big impact, and I woke up to it more. I wasn't interested in it before. Mark, did you have something else that you? Oh, we're at the top of the hour. Wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're gonna play our favorite uh, Craig Stewart's Shungite. Just over three minutes. And welcome back to the Shungite Reality Show. It is August 24th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. And with me, we have uh, Derek Condent, and we have Mark Joseph, and we have Cat. Why is this not happening here? Cat, 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 cat. 
Farovich. 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 <laughs> I didn't have the Skype up to read the name. I'm terrible with names. So welcome back. Um, was there anything that you wanted to add to what you were saying right there? Or we can ask Derek and Mark what they would like to say. Ask. I, I'm fascinated. Thank you. Let me. No, I don't. I don't have anything more. If so, whatever you guys want to know about. Okay. Let me. Let me just ask you. Um, so. Shungite, well, we were told by the guides and actually the uh, galactic historian, uh, not knowing about us being told by the guides, um, said the same thing, that Shungite has infinite power in a finite object. Would you agree with that? 100%. And it's got all of the mineral signatures, all of the colors, all of the energies that we would need here. Yes. Amazing. But I bet yes. you wouldn't have got that prior to that, boom, blue light. Because it was a plasma ball, and it was bringing in another layer of energy that we just had not tapped into. So my feeling is it was like an angelic level of energy. And did can you do you see that type of thing? You know, where is the sourcing of this energy? Or do you, can you differentiate? Just, I don't know. Can you do that? Um, I just, I, I think that it came from the angelic realm. I think that there are, you know, just like here on earth, there's beneficial forces and there's harmful forces out there. And I think that the angelic realm is beneficial and they wanted to help those who want to be helped here on earth. I think that we're going through massive global shifts right now. And um, I think that those who are drawn to Shungite um, are drawn to it for a bigger reason that uh, maybe we don't even know yet. But I have some some ideas and um, I think it, it's all beneficial. But I, I do think that Shungite is um, very, very compatible with biological life. And it's in support of that. And it was upgraded at that time for a reason. As you've insinuated, Nancy, um, that, you know, 10 days later, the whole world shut down. Well, so, yeah, yeah. And it goes back to that Hopi prophecy that a, the blue star would come from the heavens and would mark the end of the old world and the beginning of the new world. And, I mean, 10 days later, the world stopped. Yep. You, you can't hardly, I mean, you can't just dismiss that, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing journey we're on. Um, Derek, did you want to say something, or shall we ask Mark what else he, he's got on his plate? Man, I was struggling with the mute. Um, no, we can jump to Mark. I have lots of questions. We're going to have to have other shows or chats behind the scenes of course um so no no we can go wherever um and mark did you have have set questions you want to ask right now or or cat did you have something we skirted past too quickly in the last segment maybe i do want to add that um one of the ways that i have been using shungite both personally and professionally with my acupuncture patients is I tape it to my body, but I don't just tape it to my body anywhere. I tape it to acupoints. 
And that's significant because acupoints are like little little vortex points of the body. They're like these little energy vortices and they're very powerful and they also connect to the quantum realm. Um, And so when you put a piece of shungite on a vortex on your biofield, it's powerful. I really feel it. It, it, it's very tingly. I feel a lot of chi, a lot of life force. And um, I'll even feel it at certain times of the day be more activated than other times. And that's interesting because in Chinese medicine, there's what's known as the biological clock. And the, the biological clock is, you know, like a normal time clock with the 12 hours. Every two hours, the chi or the, the prana or the life force will move through an organ uh, to sort of, you know, make any repairs, regenerate, revitalize. Um, And it does this um, every two hours. So in a 24-hour period, it goes through each organ at a set time for two hours. So for instance, from uh, 5 to 7 a.m., it's the large intestine time. From 7 to 9 a.m., it's the stomach time. From 9 to 11 a.m., it's the heart time. And that's true every day. So um, I will put shungite on like my uh, kidney, uh, a kidney acupoint. And the kidney time is from 5 to 7 p.m. And during those hours, it is super activated. Like all of a sudden I'll feel the little shungite piece on that point just lit up. It's like really tingly or it's kind of itchy or I just feel activity. I feel, I feel stuff happening there. So it's pretty cool. Like you can, you can really use shungite in so many amazing and therapeutic ways. And it's a powerful self-healing tool. Like, I, I mean, I can even post some photos of key acupoints that people can can tape their shungite to and they'll they'll get way more benefit from it than just like wearing a bracelet or you know like I mean not that that wearing a bracelet isn't beneficial but if you have a very targeted issue that you're trying to work on um, I think that taping shungite in a more focused way to acupoints is a very smart thing to do. No, I'd appreciate you sharing that and uh, we'll, we'll share it later as well. So that's a great suggestion. And I've had the same results, by the way, I'm sitting here holding, actually I'm holding the very first piece of cosmic silver shungite ever made. Um, And that's, and it, it doesn't wear out. It holds that frequency. So it hasn't gone anywhere. And I've done exactly that. You can tap it to, you know, think where you, your third eye might be on your forehead or different, point acupressure points like you're talking about um, with the same results, just immediate, not just physical sensations and tingling and energy movements, but etheric ones as well um, on on just multiple levels there. So it's it's really, really interesting to play around with. So I would personally appreciate that, that chart. And yeah, so Mark, we may have cut you off. I didn't know. Did you have a question or comment for Kat? No, just uh, um, like, if you can expand on her uh, uh, perspective on optimal results, like general, how people can use uh, Shungite in all sorts of ways um, based on her uh, experiences and, and results. 
Yeah. Um, so, Mark, one of the things that I've been doing, and I, I, I sent you a photo when we were um, Facebook chatting originally. Uh, I'll just take a piece of raw shungite nugget that I that I buy from Mystical Wares, and I will rub it because you know it's powdery and messy. So I'll just rub it on my thymus gland, like right on my chest, like basically like, you know, my heart chakra. Um, and it's and it, it it works amazingly well. I have like this black um, powdery resin on my chest and I don't it's not as messy as like using the actual shungite powder. And I don't even need a carrier oil or anything like that to apply it directly to my body. So that's one of the things I've been doing. And I've also been doing that when I do like a facial mask with Shungite or like the Shungite honey that I get from Derek. I will first put a thin layer of the raw Shungite nugget on my face. Um, and so my, I basically have like black face. And then I put the Shungite honey over it and kind of like rub it in. And it works really well that way. And then I just wash my hands because my hands are a little, little dirty. But you can put gloves on if you want to avoid that. So that's one of the things I've been doing as well. And then um, in my acupuncture practice, I will – I have like larger pieces of Shungite that I that I've purchased from various sources um, and I even have some really expensive raw deep mine elite pieces that I spent a lot of money on uh, but wow those are really powerful to to feel the energy from that it's like 98% carbon and uh, it's very beautiful it looks like black diamonds and I'll place that on like one of my patients low back if they're having low back pain and then I'll I'll cup them uh you know I'll, I'll use cups on their back like suction cups and so they have the shungite working on their spine with all the cups around them and then I'll take the cups off and then I'll I'll do some gua sha and then I'll have hold the the shungite in their left palm or something and I always ask them after the treatment do you did you feel that stone on you at all? And I would say ninety five percent of my patients. Oh yeah, yeah, that, it felt amazing. It was very tingly, and they asked me lots of questions about it. And these are people that you know you wouldn't necessarily expect to feel subtle energies, but they're feeling it. So that also tapped me into okay, wow, this is this is powerful stuff. If if everyone can feel it, not just me. That, that's awesome you mentioned that. I appreciate that as far as them, you know, maybe those that aren't aware of the stones or why um, different ones. But And the similar thing happens here in my office when I do sessions. I have on the table here just different frequency devices, different rocks and minerals and stones. And, of course, cosmic silver shungites, one of them. And, with, and there's not little signs on there telling them what they are. But I'll, I'll usually have a quick little spiel and say, you know, if you're, if you're led to pick up any of these things, feel free. Don't be shy. And I don't give them an explanation of what it is. Stones like gaspiite and then, again, the cosmic silver shungite and different ones. And more often than not, probably 90 plus percent of the time, they reach for that cosmic silver shungite um, and just hold it. And then their their eyes are kind of wide and they go, oh, my gosh, I just felt it here, there or wherever uh, in their energy body. And they get really excited over that. So I, I get similar results here at Mystical Wares, too. Yeah, yeah, that's 
That's awesome. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is from a Chinese medical perspective. Uh, so in ch there's, I'm sure you guys know, you know, there's Western astrology and then there's Chinese astrology and there's different levels of Chinese astrology. I've gotten readings done that blew my mind. It was the deepest, most spiritual, most accurate thing I'd ever heard. I was like, did you read my diary? Like, how is that even possible? So anyway, there's this woman named Lillian Bridges, who is a Chinese medical face reader, and she's also a Chinese astrologer, and she learned from her family. So it was like a family lineage passed down from one generation to the next. And she's been doing this her whole life. Anyway, every year she gives a Chinese astrological forecast on the Chinese New Year, which is in February. And she, when she did it for the year 2020, she nailed it. Like she was completely accurate. Apparently I didn't hear it, but uh, for those who tuned in, they said, like, she basically described the entire year of 2020 and, like, what to expect and what to look out for. And so for 2021, everyone was tuned in. Everyone wanted to know what she was going to say was going to happen this year. And basically, this year is it's a yin metal year. And that those are just like chi uh, Chinese. It's Chinese terminology. And I, it's not important for me to get into that. But one of the things I the reason I'm bringing that up is a yin metal is silver. Silver is a yin metal. So this is a great year for silver. And that was another thing I got excited about when I found you guys and Mystical Wares and then the S4. And this, I was like, oh, my God, they, they're they so tapped in. This is exactly what we all need right now. So, yeah, the silver is really powerful. And it when I tested it with biogeometry pendulums, uh, the cosmic silver shungite was just as powerful as my most powerful elite pieces. So good job on that. Oh, that oh, we appreciate that. What's what's also interesting, you were just talking about Lillian. She's yeah. 20 minutes from me right now. Her, You're kidding. Okay, all of, it's called Bellevue, Washington. She's down this next city over. It's Again, a 20 minute ride. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just I'm like, wait a minute. This is way too close of an address. I'm like and I'm in what's called Mount Vernon, Washington. So, no, we're we're neighbors. Um, wow. Yeah, that's and, incredible. And yeah. So the, I'm finding the, yeah, lots of interesting people up in this neck of the woods. So um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be having to reach out there as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, and another interesting thing is. She did say uh, at the end of her forecast for 2021, she said the year 2022 is going to be crazy. She said it's the year of the dragon. And that was a very kind of scary forecast when she said that. Um, so... I do believe we're really going to need Shungite coming into the new year. This, she said that 2021 is like, a, is the year 2020 light. It's like the light version of 2020, which, which I definitely can see, you know, she's like, Oh, there's still going to be some, some immunity, you know, health stuff going around, but it's not going to be as crazy and as inflammatory as 2020. 
Um, and she said it's all about like this year is all about relaxation, reassessing, like the the prefix re, uh, uh, re um, recession. Um, and she said it's all about just kind of laying low and and dusting yourself off from 2020 and getting ready for the craziness of 2022. And then I saw that Mystical Wares carries a uh, Shungite dragon. And I was thinking about getting one of those and doing some biogeometry with that (laughs) as protection for the coming new year. That's funny because we do. And we actually add silver to those as well, the the Shungite... um, resin dragons where I actually take what's what we call our S4 powder. So silver particles blended with shungite powder mixed into the the molds and we pour them in dragon heads and little um, like emblems. It's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And then I also recently I placed an order with you guys, Derek, and I I ordered the um, the shungite angel because of the angelic realm. And I just want to be constantly reminded of that. So I'm excited to receive that. Oh, awesome. I was going to mention that to you earlier, and I kind of, you know, we get passed up really quickly. Did you have a right. comment you wanted to ask or say? Well, I'd like, I'd like to just mention something about the dragon. I'm a remote, remote viewer, and I had an occasion to run into a dragon. And the dragon said to me, they have to see the dragon. And when it, when I, it's a long story I tell you, but we don't have time. But so I wonder what who who asked to see the what are we talking about? So after a period of time, I finally got the true message, which is the the dragon is a etheric being that has, was on Earth very much in the beginning. It, it it's like a protector, and when the dark forces came in, they crippled the dragons, so that. They're still there, but they don't have the magical connection to humanity and being able to help like they did. Um, They're still very active. So the fact that she is saying that, you know, this is the year of the dragon, I am not feeling uh, apprehensive. I'm feeling excited because if it's it's the year of the dragon, then to me it's a year of magic. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, that's really good to hear, Nancy, because I don't know much about dragons, um, but I I think I was, I just, find, maybe because I don't know much about them, I'm scared of them, <laughs> the unknown, uh, but that that is really good to hear for uh, the coming new year, because she was very cryptic about it, and unfortunately, I just found out she, uh, Lillian Bridges has cancer, and um, so I don't know if she's going to be continuing to do this work. And uh, so I was like, oh, I wonder I wonder what's going to happen next year. So that is uh, that's good to hear that you you see them as beneficial, magical forces. They are. And everybody has a dragon. You know, it, it, it's it's like. All you have to do is use your imagination, and they are so powerful. It's it's like an open invitation coming to my life, and you can have. I mean, I've ridden on dragons, 
I've seen I've been on dragons where there were oh probably three four dozen dragons flying at once and dragons only fly at night <laughs> you know so when you when you when your people are going into you know meditation or whatever throw out an opening to the dragon they're there to help you with magic and like I say that that dragon he uh he was actually in Antarctica and you know it was very specific they have to see the dragon you have to be able to imagine the dragon and bring it back into you know the the protection mode that it was here for prior to the dark forces so I'm glad <laughs> yeah give me the dragon here <laughs> and hold on <laughs> sounds like fun Um, that just actually reminded me of something. So you did you say that the blue meteor came down on February 22nd? 21st. Well, oh, 20 l- let me put it to you this way. It was difficult to figure out what time frame they were in. You know, I'm not sure if it didn't get to Russia on the 22nd. Because it was, mm-hmm. I, I tried to track that down. What, what, what exact, what day are we exactly talking? RT.com put in meteorite over Russia, and you'll see the actual video. The picture that I put in the chat is, you know, stills of the video, but it was a camera that, again, you know, oh yeah, right, this one camera is focused on an area of the sky that captures this. This, this isn't even, you know, natural. But, right. And it was on RT.com, or TV.TV, RT, I, uh, anyway. But the, I, you just don't know exactly what that date is. Why is it significant to you? Well, the reason I, if it was on the 22nd, that's significant to me just in terms of numerology because, uh, well, the year... 2022 would be 222 and then February 22nd would be 222 like February you know the month number two and then on the 22nd so and then that adds up to six which is also but this happened in 2020 right but, oh, I see. Okay, the two. Okay, the twos in yeah. the twenty. Okay, got it. Yeah. I went yeah. to twenty two. Oh, right, got it. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then the year twenty twenty two. Apparently, the year of the dragon is going to be a crazy year. Whether that's a good crazy or bad crazy is remains to be seen. Good but crazy. But according to you, maybe maybe good crazy. Good crazy. Um, yeah, good crazy. So then, uh, yeah, the, I don't know. I feel like there's something there's something notable there. Well, it it could very well have been. It's like I say, I tried to figure it out at the time and wasn't getting anywhere with it and kind of put it aside. Right. Interesting. But it exploded yeah, well, it exploded directly over the the Shanghai field. And yeah. I, and I know this because we have contacts in Karelia who said, "Yes, it was from the, the right over the so from outer space or from the heavens, you know, you get this ball of light that falls over Shungite. Please, this is not coincidence. This is a design plan. Everything about it was like, oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's incredible. And then um, I remember hearing in one of the older shows that I listened to where you were talking about how Walt, in one of his shamanic journeys, he like had a piece of shungite in his pocket with him and he kind of like asked it to protect him when he went on the shamanic journey and he was in like a et spaceship or something and they told him that he can't bring the shungite because they it'll mess up their navigation am i making this up or did you tell a story about that no that's exactly what happened he was on a shamanic journey and um okay he 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 was he was going on an et ship and he was told not, and it wasn't that he had it in his pocket. He had the shungite in the uh, shape, and visually, you know, as a as a uh, lion. It's a black lion. Mm. So they they could see that he was carrying in the lion with him. He's taking taking. Remember, you're in the shamanic. You're in the etheric. You're in the energetics. I mean, you know, he was. That was what he always went with. And so they said, no, that that can't happen. You can't bring the shungite on. And so he said, why? And they said that, and it, they, it was actually kind of a deep thing. It was something about a gravity well and the navigation of the ship. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yes, that's a true story. Yeah, I mean, that that is extremely significant to me. I'm like, okay, then it sounds like the there's a shungite connection between us and ets and maybe they're the ones who sent that blue meteor yes i I thought the same thing but no they didn't because i did a remote back view to see where it came from and it didn't come from an et ship oh it came where did it come from well all I, i was you know okay so I go to the point in time and space where the explosion happened and just said, rewind. And so I'm following the light going back to its source and expecting to see some kind of an ET ship or even, you know, a Space Force ship. But no, it was a face. And somebody said to me, well, what was a face of? I said, best I can guess, God. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it was not a 3D something or other it was beyond that in my opinion was it a was it a blue face um well now that you mention it yeah okay because i mean in in uh the face wasn't blue but there was a blue glow let me put it to you that way yeah it was almost it was almost like oh it's so hard to explain it but it was i it's just so burned in my head you know but no, I believe that it was something beyond a 3D activity. Oh yeah, it definitely sounds like it. And you had a you had a a good feeling when you were interacting with this force. Well, as soon as I as soon as the I'm going back, I'm following the light, and then all of a sudden there's this face, and it was so beyond my expectations and my experience that I backed out. I didn't have a communication with it. You know, it was like I got thrown out of the remote because it was just like, whoa, boom, you know? Mm, Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, well, there's uh, definitely some higher forces at play here. And 
I'm just uh, utterly amazed and obsessed with with Shungite. It is so incredible. Isn't it fun? It's so fun. It teaches us. I, that's that's what I tell people is is it you know it it keeps teaching us, you know, and it keeps not disappointing. You think it could work for that? Yeah. yeah. What about that? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I've never seen it fail in anything we've yeah. asked it to do. I I recently I had the idea to make a homeopathic shungite remedy. And I thought that this, I mean, it was an original thought in my mind. And then I Googled it. And apparently other people have thought of this too. So it already exists. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this or if you've ever tried it but I found a woman in Canada a classical homeopath who um who who she had had a workshop on how to make a shungite homeopathic remedy a couple years ago which I obviously missed and so I reached out to her and um I said do you have any shungite remedies that I could purchase and so I I bought some from her and I also bought a book on how to make them. And when I tested it to see if it would be beneficial for me, I got like, not at this time. I think it's going to be too strong because apparently Shungai removes blockages and um, I'm already doing all this detox. I've been doing like a heavy metal detox for the last year and a half and parasites and all that fun stuff and it's all coming out and it ain't pretty. Um, and so I think it would just be too much for me right now. So I haven't tried it yet, but I was just curious if you guys have ever tried any, uh, Shungite homeopathic remedies. Um, I can chime in a little bit on that. Um, as far as, and I did the whole detox, I was led intuitively to do it on just multiple levels. Like you were alluding to, um, before as well not even realizing the connection to Shungite. So, um, but, but I did do that. And then what I found from removing what I just generally term is excess and overage energies, frequencies, toxins, lots of things in our physical and energy bodies. Then I started playing around with Shungite and um, just received phenomenal boosts in, I, I prefer the term understandings and abilities um, so that everybody knows everyone can do these things, but no, it's, it definitely has that effect, especially if you detox first and then removing or having, and I'm going to be, well, I'm not going to give any names here, but I don't know how many clients or sessions now and even remote ones where I've used the ability of, and I, I generally use the cosmic silver shungite because it's so strong, to remove energy layers from people that are some kind times diagnosed or termed um, with, the, and it's a symptom of schizophrenia where they're hearing voices or they don't have control different ways of describing it things like that and it's had just um amazing effects in in using it from from that aspect using it on their energy body and or removing what we call blockages or you know stagnant energies um, so there's again there's so many ways of describing these things but when we have these excess energy layers around us in our auric field um, other groups can sometimes uh, focus in on that layer and connect to us. So then we start hearing or perceiving what we call voices or others. And sometimes you straight up will. 
Um, and that's, I don't know how much, if that's even put out that way or not, it, probably they're describing it as a chemical imbalance or an injury or something or other, but that's, that's not the case. It's part of your energy or layer um, that's been, you know, either compromised or put in a certain state. So the, the use of the cosmic silver shungite around it, um, and that can be remotely as well, because I've worked on clients' relatives that were one, I don't know, a month ago was in LA somewhere, literally sitting on the side of the street. Um, diagnosed with schizophrenia, and, and it can be done immediately, those removals to where all of a sudden they become more aware, and now he's home, um, different things like that. So it's it's worth looking at and researching into these things because it has a great effect. So I'm glad you brought that up as far as Shungite affecting the, your aura, chi, or prana, you know, different ways of describing that. Yeah, very cool. Oh, and then another thing I wanted to mention, um, I was listening to – one of the more recent radio shows you guys did where, Derek, you were talking about the Vogel crystal that you got. And mm -hmm. um, I took a gemstone and mineral course uh, a year ago from the Vesica Institute. And it was taught by this brilliant guy named Dr. Robert Gilbert. He's a PhD. He actually used to like work for the military and he's one of the main biogeometry instructors now and he also teaches um, like the French radiesthesia um, courses and he's just a wealth of information. He's a really smart guy. Anyway, in this gemstone course uh, that I took from him, he um, there was a whole class on vocal crystals and he's a huge fan because he actually studied with Marcel Vogel in the 80s. Like he traveled all over the world studying with him. And he had so many fascinating stories to share. But um, if you want, I can share some of my notes with you, Derek, since you are a proud owner of a Vogel crystal now because those things are powerful. Oh yeah, You're, yeah. You you put that lightly too. They're very, sitting right here next to me as well. So so powerful. It it really yeah, it caught me off guard a little bit too. Just realizing just how powerful it is and that shape. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I will I'll send you I'll send you what I have on it, and I actually want to revisit it now. And I'm actually curious to see if he talks about shungite in that course because. You know, I took it. I took the course a year ago, and I was not awake to shungite then. And he does sell shungite in his in his crystal store online. So, um, I I'm gonna revisit that. So, thanks for the reminder for that Vogel crystal show. Oh yeah, no, and it works great because I have a piece of the cosmic silver shungite here with me, and that Vogel crystal next to me, and you can hold them together, and it's 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 phenomenal the the energy changes that that happen when you start blending these frequencies and and using them, tying them in with your intention, of course, and feelings, and then they're really powerful tools to use. Yeah, I'm actually I I was uh, I inherited a Vogel crystal from a family member. I'm holding one right now. And um, what I, I, yeah, the rainbow, the, the color spectrum is incredible. Um, and then also with the p really expensive deep mine piece of uh, elite shungite that I have that's so sparkly. I mean, it just looks exactly like black diamond. You could see the entire color spectrum in that too. It's just, it, this like, 
it's so fascinating to see this like rainbow of colors coming off of this black rock. It's like, seems so counterintuitive, but yeah, it's, this stuff is really fun. And I'm sure your store has phenomenal energy radiating out from it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. We, we give different responses every day from, from again, even I'll put some air quotes up here. Non-believers are just those that aren't aware yet of, rocks and crystals and frequencies and on all the metaphysical aspects. So it doesn't matter where or what your level of perception is at that moment. You come into a place like this and it's just the a whole accumulation of everything and the energies and the love frequency presence. You, you definitely can feel it. Um, and I think we've all felt, you know, different energies and different times like that um, through our lives. And we just should be aware of those. That they're actual. They're, they're tangible as well. You feel them on your physical body, not that you have to. But they're also not limited to your physical body. They're they're on all of you. So no, that's that's great that you brought that up. And Mark and Nancy, did you guys have other questions? We might, Mark, like I think I've already said it before, we're going to have to maybe have Cat back on for another show because there are so many topics. I mean, all kinds of notes here from the the body talk system, the cups and cupping, and all of that's well worth um, you know expanding everyone's understandings. Um, and, and our listeners and, and working those tools into their, their thought process as well and, and why they might want to use them. I know we have limited time now, though. But, well, actually, let me bring it back to you, Kat. Was there something um, and that we didn't read the posting on Facebook that kind of generated a lot of this? Um, not that we had to read it word for word or anything, but were there aspects or other um, parts to this maybe you wanted to bring up during today's show? Um, not not nothing comes to mind off the top of my head. I just kind of like went back to my uh, biogeometry notes and I was trying to find more information on the angelic realm and ultraviolet band of color. Um, and I, I already, I already stated what I found. It's the deep energy revitalization atmosphere of the angels and spiritual light. Uh, which which we all need right now during these dark times. So it's just it's kind of cool that this black rock emits this angelic spiritual light. Um, and I'm gonna con- I, I plan on doing a lot more testing of it. So if people in the um, in the community want me to like test specific things or they have specific questions, I'd be happy to do that. Oh, no, that's great. And actually, I'm on Kat's website. You can actually book sessions with her, which I'm going to be doing, by the way. Um, So you can have private sessions um, and they can be remote, looks like as well. So um, no, we'll be chatting and I'll have all kinds of questions and I'll share what I can um, online. Um, But actually bringing it back around onto the, um, oh, geez, now I'm going to mess up the name of it. But the shape, uh, the guasha, guasha, was there a specific sizing that you recommend or shape? Because I've done a little research while we've been um, chatting during the show here, and I see there's different shapes for different things. Are you a a fan of that? Again, what I'm just going to kind of loosely call that more heart-shaped one, or do you see a benefit to the others, or is it just a whole toolbox? Um, yeah, there, I, I would say the heart shaped one is a, is a good, uh, overall shape because you can use that both on your face and your body pretty easily. Um, 
And then if like for me, I when I'm as a practitioner, when I'm when I'm doing gua sha on somebody's body, uh, like on one of my patients backs or something, I want a bigger piece of stone in my hand just because it's easier on my hand. Like I, I don't have to um, hold it in a, you know, where I'm like cramping my fingers. Like I, it's just like a, a broader piece works better for the practitioner when I'm doing it for like extended periods of time on somebody's back and kind of getting in there and being a little bit more aggressive, a bigger piece would be better. But um, yeah, like just the basic heart shape is also a good one. And, and we can talk more about that and I can send you different, different shapes and information on it. No, that sounds perfect. No, great. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can get going. I'm excited to get out there and uh, start tumbling the pieces too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, really, I think that what is up for everyone right now in, on this planet um, is People need to just start taking responsibility for their own health and well-being. I'm, that's what I'm all about, like teaching people how to fish and uh, just self-care. Like it's good health is actually pretty easy if you just do really simple self-care things daily. Like and by self-care, I mean like drinking good water. You know, like that's a form of self-care. Um, or having a gua sha, like doing some gua sha on yourself daily. And it could even be as little as one minute. One minute does a lot. Um, so just, you know, and then that's another reason why I love Shungite so much is because it's like this healer. So you basically become a self healer when you start working with Shungite. And then you can also help to heal other people with Shungite. So all the things that get, that empower people to take responsibility for their own health and well-being, I'm all about. So that's what my acupuncture and wellness practice is all about. And um, <clears throat> and I really like this community, too, because it, it seems like you guys have that same sort of philosophy. That's funny when you say teach people to fish. That's exactly what I say. I say, well, okay, during this session, I'm not just going to give you a fish. I'm going to teach you to fish, and then we get into it. And so I, I love that you brought that up. And then the, for those listening too, um, and even that, don't if if you, it's let's say maybe your first time listener, you're just hearing about shungai and uh, biogeometry signatures. You don't have to have you know, a, a degree or years or months of training or understanding to use these energy devices. You can jump right in, pick up a piece of Shungite silver. You can just look at these biogeometry signatures and again, tie in your imagination. And then all of a sudden you're going to start feeling different, what's sometimes called subtle energies and sometimes not so subtle. But again, you don't have to have this specific training or years of background behind you or read all these books, you can, yes, there's a benefit to all that, of course, like anything else in this life, but don't be shy. Just literally, you can pick up a piece of Shungite um, or any other energy device and start working with it so you can expand into a, a larger understanding and heal yourself because we're energy beings, not chemical beings. Um, so that's, I'm all about the energy devices. So I appreciate you being on here too. Mark and Nancy, did you guys have other questions? We probably still got 10 minutes or so. Um, Nancy, did you have something? No, go, Mark, please. Okay. So I know, like, as far as, um, 
like current current events and maybe stuff that's on people's surface uh, mind. Um, you know, the patterns you've seen uh, of people from coming from using, you know, uh, modern medicine and going into the natural, you know, going back to source, nature, um, with the surfacing, uh, <clears throat> in, uh, the surfacing invisible war, frequency war, especially here in the West Coast, and then the concentrated pockets like SF, Silicon Valley, and then L.A., um, and, and, and I know in, in natural medicine, a lot of people have been trying to, um, with these new, uh, Frankenshots, like to, to help people with those things, with, with the shedding transmission, counteracting bio nanotech. And, and, um, what, what have you been seeing on, on the field on the ground with, um, helping those kinds of people and then maybe, uh, recommending things, uh, to people listening you know, because um, here, like this this month has just been an increase of, you know, fear ramped up and just mandates everywhere. And but at the same time, it's kind of tightened and concentrated um, vibe tribes and 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 people organizing. So just seeing what what you what you have in your end locally and just uh, with your work. And I'm guessing that was probably for Cap. Oh, sorry, I forgot to press the mute button. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, yeah, so um, as you mentioned, Mark, L.A. is probably <laughs> one of the worst cities to be in during this time. Uh, so it's been very challenging for many of us. And, uh, I mean, I mostly, I mostly treat, um, like, anxiety and headaches and sleep disorders all day long <laughs> it's just like that just seems to be the uh the flavor of the day so I try to um encourage people to you know make sure they're staying well hydrated and you know I I uh, tape shungite to their bodies and I explain um, the importance of that and what it's doing for them and how they can like recycle the little shungite chips that I put on them um, over and over again like they can keep taping it to that acupoint that I taped it on like just buy some you know medical tape and and do that daily and that will help to ground them and help with sleep and help with headaches and all that but yeah it's been um I, ba I feel like I basically treat a uh, vaccine injury now that's that's basically what my practice is about <laughs> so that's been uh, yeah I understand you on that front yep kind of similar on this side as well yeah yeah so um yeah it's been challenging but there's definitely a few people who um are awake and uh willing to hear what I have to say about what's going on. So that's been, that's been uplifting for me. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here in LA, but if things don't change and continue to get worse, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to stay here, even though that saddens me since this just happens to be my hometown. Um, but it's, it's not, 
it's not a great place to be right now. There's just a lot of restrictions and fear in the air and uh, just segregation and just a lot, a lot of darkness. So wish I had I'm, better yeah. things to report, but I don't. I'm actually from that area myself. I grew up down in L.A. County, Huntington Beach, just all those towns down in there. So and I'm up in the Pacific Northwest, Washington State, as you, as you may know. So for a reason. So, yeah, I kind of I totally understand what you're saying. Most of my family is still down in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah. The energies are uh, are trying to put it nicely. So, yeah. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, just one of the things that I do provide is a really healing and harmonized space. So when people walk into my office, they always comment They're like, wow. God, it feels so good in here. Like, I just forget about all my stresses out there when I walk in here. And like, you know, my whole office is biogeometrized, shun guided out like you wouldn't believe. I mean, there's probably thousands of dollars worth of harmonizing stuff in there. But just being in the space, you feel better. You're it's just it's harmonizing you because, you know, we as humans, we're, we're open energy systems. Like we're, it's all one thing. Um, we're all just vibrating atoms. And so when you enter a harmonized space, every cell of your body receives that harmonization and you instantly feel better. And I'm sure that's the same when people enter mystical wear. So just, you know, providing, uh, literally holding space for people has been uh, tremendously helpful, it seems, for for most of my patients. And I I've been working throughout this whole thing. I, I've never stopped working, even during the shutdowns. I was still working, and I think that um, all my patients appreciate my being there for them during the the darkest hours. So that's been good. That there's some consistency in my practice because I know a lot of people just close down their practices and kind of have to start all over again. And I'm glad I didn't have to do that. I've just been evolving my practice and adding more to it. And I feel like I'm better. I'm better for it. Um, that's there, there have been some silver linings with all of this. Um, and, and I think one of the big ones for me is Shanghai. That's awesome to hear. Cause that's the exact same story that goes on up here. We've been holding space. We haven't gone anywhere. In fact, we've done nothing but expand um, as a, as a, let's just call it a greater community um, and, and then expanding the use of Shanghai everywhere. So they're realizing that it's, it's good to have places like where you're located and here and, and um, having that Shanghai around so you can just have that pause or that, that catch your breath moment to go, well, wait, I don't have to live in these anxieties or stressful or heavy energies all the time. There is something that can be done, um, and that, that's that's the beauty of Shungite, having that around you. So that's great that you have so much in your space there as well, and same here. And, yeah, just like you mentioned, it's literally walking in to places like where, where yours and here with that Shungite where they can, again, get that reprieve, get out of that storm for a little bit and, and actually have their energy body, which is most of them, more aligned and get that that refresh. So, now that's great to hear that you're doing well, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And then just back to the um, biosignatures for a minute, Derek, you mentioned, uh, you know, just 
looking at a biosignature will benefit you. You're absolutely right. They actually teach that in the course. Like just looking at it is really powerful. And they've done all these research studies and there's been like uh, doctorate uh, like um, students who have done biogeometry projects in Egypt where they've um, taken like a biosignature for depression and they'll actually integrate that biosignature into the decor of a um, of like a hospital and all the patients start doing much, much better, like dramatically, just because that biosignature is in their field. And like they might just glance at it unconsciously, but they're still getting it into their energy field and improving because of that. So, yeah, the the biosignatures are really powerful. And if you could draw them, if you could trace them, like if you buy the biosignature book and then you buy some tracing paper, you can actually trace the biosignatures and you very powerfully get the energy into your system by doing that. And if you were to do that with Shanghai ink, oh, my goodness, I feel like that would be so incredibly powerful. That's a great idea. And we do, of course, have the Shanghai ink, but even that... Um, I can laser etch into Shungite tile these signatures if it's something that you think might be beneficial or you're interested in. Um, and I can just get vector images of any of these signatures or all the signatures. And I have a, a laser etching machine here, so I can actually embed it into a solid piece of Shungite. Um, and that might be something to think about in the future as well. So that's oh, a yes. And or pendants. We can do the same thing on those. With that would be amazing. Signatures. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. We have lots to chat about them. That'll be that'll be exciting. Yes, we do. Okay, we're um, past the two minute mark. Um, you want to wrap up here, Derek? You got some Mark? One of you? No, I just, just want to say thank you to Cat, Mark, Nancy, and everybody for being here. Um, it's been a fantastic show, um, and I appreciate you, Cat, very much. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and if Cat can give her website and and best social media before we go. Sure. Integrativelifecare.com. I-N-T-E-G-R-A-T-I-V-E. Lifecare. L-I-F-E-C-A-R-E.com. And then I'm Cat Upuncture on uh, Instagram. Awesome. Cat Upuncture? What? Cat Upuncture. Cat Upuncture. Like, like acupuncture, but cat's doing it, so cat Upuncture. Okay. Okay, I'm never good, I'm never good with these words that come together. Um, so, would you like to say good night to the or good day? Good day to everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on, guys. This was really fun. Well, we certainly appreciate you. Everybody, be safe out there. Yeah. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.